0: This is Wisconsin Water News, a production of the University of Wisconsin Sea Grant program. I'm your host, Marie Zwickoff. Today's episode is Listening to the People of the Sturgeon. Perhaps you've read the book. Well, now you can listen to the people who made People of the Sturgeon, Wisconsin's Love Affair with an Ancient Fish, possible. Throughout the process of writing this book about the culture surrounding sturgeon spearing on Lake Winnebago, the authors interviewed 69 community activists, sturgeon spearing enthusiasts, spear and decoy craftsmen, and scientific researchers. The importance of the knowledge captured in these interviews spurred the effort to preserve the audio files as a collection of oral histories the recordings are available for free through the university of wisconsin madison Libraries collections they offer perspectives on lake sturgeon that are reflected in the book here's an example it's an excerpt from an interview with anne marie zemer who has caught six sturgeon during her lifetime
1: and tell me how you've been related to the sturgeon um, history on lake winnebago and your efforts
2: Um, I remember starting out as a small girl going out with my grandparents and my dad and my mom. I remember we'd be on snowmobiles and uh, my brother and I would be on a trailer on the back being pulled over the crack and one day I remember real family that we were taking minnows out with us. Dad jumped the crack and the minnow bucket flew all over and the minnows were all over the lake and Sean and I had a good time with that. It was always really um, something to be proud of. I remember growing up as a kid, all the parents would come in, all their kids would come in my age and um, watch all the parents get together and drag their sturgeons into the restaurant back then when it was okay to do so. And then as I started. And you would drag them slimy things right into the restaurant? He would. Wow. I remember. A couple of them I even saw right up on the bar. <laughs> I don't think my mom would allow that anymore. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then as I got, I watched quite a few speared as I grew up. And then I got some of my girlfriends into it and we'd all go out there and sit once we were of age and um, just laugh and have a good time. And we actually, I actually got, I've gotten sick so far in my life and everyone is more exciting than the last one, even now, and now with my own kids, it's kinda, now I want them to be out there with me, once now I understand what a big deal was for like my dad to take us out there. I remember that my first one I got I was sitting by myself. So I How old were you then? I was 14 and Sean was not too far from me sitting in a different shanty. And um, it wasn't, normally they didn't let me sit alone but it just happened that somebody I was sitting with my dad and he moved on. I do know I was sitting with my uncle and he moved on and you know I just was by myself for a little while and one came through and I speared it. I don't know, have you ever speared a sturgeon? You know how First, you don't know if you have it or not. So I dragged the rope up a little bit, and sure enough, it was on. So I ran out the shanty door and I ran to Sean, and it was glorious at the time. And I remember I just slid right past his shanty, yelling, Sean! He came running and out. And we had the whole crew out there yelling and screaming, and it, it was neat. I think that the neatest one was when I got a couple of years later, I pulled in and all by myself, and that was my big thing. I wanted to just do it on my own. You're yeah. the any help that was uh, a excited. Yeah, oh my goodness, yeah, shaking. You know, everybody says how, how can you sit there? It's like watching a blank TV, you know, I'm sure you've heard that. It is boring or whatever, but yet, boy, when you get it, it's worth it. It's your heart, everything, it is worth it. It's a thrill. It is. It, it, I, it's neat.
0: Here's another interview with Bob Frank, a longtime resident of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, which is the heart of the sturgeon spearing community.
1: Good morning. My name is Dick Carter. I'm here to do a sturgeon interview with Bob Frank, a neighbor of mine who lives on the lake. Bob, I'm going to ask you a series of questions and uh, uh, answer anything that comes to your mind. It don't have to
3: be exactly in the order I have it. Uh, Bob, when and where were you born? I was born in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin in 1932. Bob, how did you get interested in sturgeon spearing? Well, I did a lot of hunting and fishing in my days, and it was just, uh, when I got old enough to uh, get a shanty and stuff, that, that was the way I wanted to go, and very enjoyable. Well, we know we're talking
1: spearing here, but uh, there's also hook and line season in some lakes and some rivers in Wisconsin. Have you ever gone outside and done any hook and line sturgeon spearing? No, I haven't. Or sturgeon fishing? No, I haven't tried it. Bob, who taught you? Uh, uh, Your dad maybe, or a friend
3: or brother, or or did you you self-taught? Kind of self-taught, but I used to go out and visit a few guys I knew out there. Almer uh, Kuchenbecker and a few of them, my little guys. And, and uh, kind of got the fever. Bob, how has the sport changed since you started spearing? Oh, it's changed a lot. We used to be out there before dawn and stayed all dark. But now uh, it's mostly just, now is the way it should be. That's a long day, you can't sit there. Yeah. Everybody seems to like that half-taste.
1: I'm all for it. We've made 17 different rule changes in the last few years and they were all to protect the sturgeon. You know how long it takes for a female to reach maturity, about 25 years. Definitely, yeah. So uh, do you agree with that philosophy that we're on the right track? Yes, yes I do. Bob, how many years have you been spearing? You've got any idea? Uh, probably 55. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. In that 55 years, Bob, uh, how many sturgeon do you think you've speared? You kept track? No, uh, I've never kept a count. Uh, maybe, maybe 25. Hey, that's good. That's about what I got. Yeah, 20. that's 25, yeah. 27. That's good. Have you missed any in that, 20, in
3: that 55 years? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I had one on, t- one time I had a sturgeon on for 45 minutes and I couldn't get him near the hole. But that's when we made our own spears out of old forks and stuff. Yeah. And I just couldn't get him near the hole. So you didn't miss him, you just couldn't? He, and, and then finally pulled off.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Now yeah, that happens now and then, if anybody's put a lot of time in out there Uh, It's always a miss or a loss, uh,
3: eventually. Oh, definitely. I'll never forget that fish.
0: If you're short on time, you can listen to abbreviated sound clips from the book on Wisconsin Sea Grant's podcast page. Look for the People of the Sturgeon podcast. These oral histories also contributed to two other People of the Sturgeon projects, an online story map and an art exhibit. The story map allows users to access a condensed version of the book text online, accompanied by images, oral history audio, and interactive maps depicting sturgeon population data. The art exhibit, a collaboration with the Thelma Sadoff Center for the Arts, tapped into the power of place-based education by bringing people of the sturgeon to Fond du Lac. The exhibit included fine art prints, decoys, spears, memorabilia, Audio from the oral histories and a record-sized taxidermied sturgeon. Over 8,000 visitors enjoyed the exhibit while it was open in the winter of 2019, and photos of it are available online for future enjoyment. People, the sturgeon was written by Wisconsin Sea Grant staff members Kathleen Klein and Fred Binkowski, with help from Ronald Brook. It was published in 2009 by the Wisconsin Historical Society Press and has captured a dozen state regional, and national prizes. The audio is courtesy of the Oshkosh Public Museum. That's it for this episode of Wisconsin Water News, just one of the ways that Wisconsin Sea Grant promotes the sustainable use of Great Lakes resources through research, education, and outreach. Thank you for listening.